the Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Worldview Media Podcast, where Gordon and Joyce Runyon view popular media through the lens of the biblical five-point covenant model to help believers appreciate and apply principles of exciting narrative and engaging storytelling. Let's just get this over with, shall we? We have a mission for you. A major weapons test is imminent. We need to know how to destroy it. If you're really doing this, I want to help. Good. Good. I've been recruiting through the rebellion for a long time. We destroyed our home. I fight the Empire now. I fear nothing. All is as the Force wills it. The captain says you are a friend. I will not kill you. Thanks. There isn't much time. Hey everybody, it's us, Worldview Media Podcast. I gotcha on this Friday. Joyce and I are here. Hello, Joyce. Hello. And we are taking a trip. We're on a road trip. (laughs) Vegas, baby. (laughs) To the big city of Las Vegas, New Mexico. I thought we were on a road trip to the stars. (laughs) Wait, that'd be a Star Trek. (laughs) Star Trek. Wrong franchise Oops. for this week. What's the movie we're talking about? Rogue One. Rogue One. You may have to speak closer to the microphone. Okay. Uh, Rogue One, Star Wars. And this movie, if you've never seen Star Wars, this movie will give you about all you need to know. Really? Pretty close. Okay. Well, I mean, my overall <laughs> comment, before we get really into it, my overall comment was that this is just, uh, the movie was kind of filled with pretty, uh, standard Star Wars stuff, and if you've seen a couple of Star Wars movies, then you won't be shocked to see anything that happens in this one. It just seemed a little bit derivative that way. For instance, can a Star Wars movie be made where the success of the heroes is at least somewhat contingent on some other heroes disabling a shield generator? (laughs) Well, isn't there one movie that that's the way? (laughs) They're all that way. Uh, I don't know about that. It happens a lot. And, uh, so this movie kind of comes in between episode three and episode four. 
So the old and the new. Yeah, so it's the immediate prequel to the original classic Star Wars So was this, like, ever really anywhere? I mean, like, in written material? Was this always part of the deal? Was this just something they said, hey, let's throw this in because we can make it work? Or Yeah, I get the impression it was just a, here's an opportunity to make another Star Wars movie. And we don't have to advance the overall plot any you don't have to change anything, just kind of right. something in that... Fill in a would, gap. Yeah. Well, so, was there really a gap? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Did it need to be made? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> to make money? Maybe so. Yeah. Let's see. So give me your thoughts overall on it. Well, I think, like with the... Uh, a lot of movies where they have the gratuitous scenes and it's usually either for language or sex or whatever. Uh, this movie has those scenes, but they're just for the sake of special effects. Oh, gratuitous special effects? Yeah, you know, with a, let me show you this word like an alien because I can come up with this word looking alien and, and all these little uh, things that really don't advance the movie. They don't uh, give better in-depth for the characters or where they're at and so I just thought there was some gratuity in that manner for those types of scenes uh, yeah I think I kind of agree with that a little bit especially well it's hard to say when you're going to have this grand battle out in space you know you do have to show the grand battle out in space well but I mean they have was it a bar scene? I'm not even sure where it was, but they were, or they're just walking through the town and there's, you know, let's look at this weird looking guy here. And then, okay, look, there's another weird looking guy that's an alien. Doesn't that get you? That's <laughs> setting the scene. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean that. That's like showing all the crazy town folk in a Western movie or They don't show that many crazy town folk. <laughs> <laughs> well, so overall, you weren't terribly impressed then? It was alright. I think the characters were okay. But it, it really didn't... For me, it didn't really add anything to the series. It didn't really... Um, it, it was kind of like a throwaway to me. If you don't see it, you're really not missing anything. If you do see it, maybe it adds a little something. So... Um, I think that was a lot of effort involved for something that really doesn't do much, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, some of those some of those special effects I did like in terms of it kind of freaked me out right at the beginning, where uh, I'm sure through some kind of CGI they had General Tarkin show up and looking exactly like he did in the 1970s. Star Wars came out. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I, I think they were less successful at the end when they <laughs> when they had CGI Princess Leia. Well, so, I think it was just her face superimposed on somebody else's face. <laughs> well, and it yeah, didn't quite match up. Just a little less successful. Yeah. But you know, that was kind of that was kind of interesting the way they they pulled some of those things off because. You know, they did have characters that you knew that were 
were there to, I guess, give it some credibility or I don't know. But I did wonder because there's one scene where C3PO and R2D2 are together. Yeah. And I wasn't thinking they were together all the time at that point at the beginning of the movie. Oh, okay. So it was this movie that threw them together. That they were together standing somewhere. Yeah. And I was like, I don't and maybe I'm just confused in my own in my own mind about what happened in Star Wars and where they were and were they actually together. I well, I, yeah, I can't help you out there. I'm not really as huge a Star Wars fan as I was when I was ten whatever, but the, I haven't kept track of the overall stories. I feel like some of what was on my mind, one good thing was that I appreciated the fact that they, even though Disney owns Star Wars now and all that, I really kind of liked the fact that they ended the story without everybody living happily ever after, and in fact, you know, spoiler alert, most everybody dying, I, I really, uh, I really like that. That you don't have to tell a you don't have to tell a fairy tale where everything just works out well in the end for everybody, even a, even for the people you're rooting for. It doesn't have to work out well for them. And uh, of course, sometimes it's hard to do that the right way. It still has to be satisfying. It still has to make you feel like <laughs> the good guys won or something like that. So for me, that was a big deal. And then, I guess one of the things that was on my mind was that from a story perspective, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like there was anything in terms of character growth throughout the movie, did you? I mean, I feel uh, like I feel like we ended with all the characters being who they were when we first saw them. Well, I think there were some relationships built between characters, but um, yeah, I don't know. And then the one guy that saves the the girl, he just seems like he's going crazy, and someone's being crazy. I mean, there was just stuff. That's why I said for me, it's kind of a kind of a throwaway. You know, if I hadn't seen it, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a waste of time. I felt like, I don't want to be too harsh, but... I mean, if you like this, um, the series, if you like the franchise, you will probably enjoy this movie. (laughs) Um, I don't have anything against... There's some cows out over here. Cows on the road. Series, the series or the franchise, you know, I'm just not, uh, I'm not enamored with it, you know, like some people are. I think it's it's fun to watch, and I'll see it, and yeah, that's a good time. I'd really like to see the ones coming up with uh, the backstories about Han, and, uh, you know, I oh. think that would be fun to see. You're looking forward to solo? Yes, I think that'd be really but I hope the, the characters do, the actors do the characters justice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do you have like an overall grade for this or anything? Uh, I'm going 
gonna probably say a B minus. Oh really? Yeah. I was gonna go for a solid C for me, just because, like you were talking, it's gonna neither here nor there for me. If you wanna, if you go into it understanding that it's just kind of a summer action adventure sci-fi special effects flick. Well, then it's really hard to care about the characters some because you're like, well, who are these people? Where are they? You know, what's the deal with them? And then they all just die. And so it's like, well, (laughs) well, all right. Right. (laughs) I guess we all got a cause. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, I think that's a decent way for us to state kind of overall feelings all that plot. Now, if Jordan was here, she would probably say different things. She's also seen the movie, and I talked with her a little bit about it, and she's like, well, Mom, that's the whole thing at the beginning, is that you know these people are going to die because, you know, that's how they got to this other point where they had the plans, and I'm like, where was that in the movie? Did I miss something? <laughs> was that in there when they started? And she said, well, no, you just know because of what happens later. And I was like, oh, sure. <laughs> well, maybe we're just not plugged in. Not plugged in. We're off the grid. We're off our rockers. <laughs> right. Uh, pro podcasting ticker. It's hard to maintain constant speed while you're podcasting out on a country road. <laughs> okay, so we're going to take our break, and we'll be right back. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows, or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom. Podcast. 
talking about Rogue One, the Star Wars story. Is that the subtitle? The Star Wars story? Uh, I don't even think. Uh, anyway. I don't have all my technical things to me today. Yeah, that's what normally has these things pulled up on the interwebs. Well, so, let's talk more about themes and were there messages that were broadcast or anything like that? Just what sorts of things did you see or did you have anything? Well, I think you, of course, have the story of sacrifice. You know, I think that's definitely in there. I think there's also some redemption in there as well, because the scientist who builds the, or the engineer, I don't know, he's a, he's forced into doing that because they've threatened him while they kill his wife. They threatened to get rid of everybody else, get his daughter who escaped. And uh, still in having to do all of that and build this weapon of destruction, he has also built in a way to destroy them. And everybody thinks this man is a bad man, and he's just, he's been forced into doing these, these things, and he wants, he wants to still make a way for people to, to get rid of it, because I don't think he really wanted to do that. And then, I don't know, there's that whole thing, well, I was just doing what I was told, I did this to protect somebody else, you know? Oh, yeah. Is well, that ever a real valid reason? To, no, that's not a valid reason, but I, I feel like his redemption arc, if you want to call it that, was really solidified at the end of his life when he proved that he was willing to stand in the breach for men who were going to be murdered, yeah. and even though they were, you know, maybe they were scientists who were being treated the same way he was, and, and all that. So he was willing to take the blame that would surely get him killed for the sake of saving their lives. It didn't work. <laughs> Ultimately, that was, that was not a thing. Yeah. That's right. But in terms of the redemption story, he really did. He really did show his true colors when it mattered. And, yeah. And maybe if he had it to do over again, he'd make some different choices here and there. But he came through in the clinch. Well, I think you see that a little bit with the daughter too, because she's been a thief and and all um, doing things that aren't necessarily right and then coming to do this and say, well, I need to do this because... Oh, where she had spent all of her life kind of acting like she didn't care about anything. Yeah. And now she gives her life in service to the rebellion. Yeah. And then they... That was the big thing for me, it was the sacrifice story, and everybody kind of being willing to uh, forfeit everything for the sake of a larger cause. Uh, there were some things about friendship, though, in there. I mean, just, and I think their effectiveness was minimized just because of how little character development there actually was. But there were some kind of emotional, touching moments between friends, uh, stuff like that. Even even the robot guy, yeah. when he was finally destroyed, that was, that was a bit emotional. So that was 
that's a real thing when friends lay down their lives for the friends. Yeah. Jesus came and laid down his life for his friends. And so, again, we kind of run into this idea that heroic fiction, especially in the West, has been so heavily influenced by Christian thought. Even when they don't know it, we count it as a heroic thing to give your life for a greater cause. We count it as a heroic thing to lay down your life for your friends. That's really just an indication of the dominion of Jesus, even among people who don't consider him to be the king. They're still living in his kingdom, telling stories in accordance with his work and his truth. So that's encouraging. Did you have any other kind of message things? Um, well, it just, they had all decided that they couldn't, as a council, they all decided, well, we can't proceed with this because it's a loose situation. There's no way we can go in and steal this yeah. stuff. And I think that's why they're called rogue, right? <laughs> <laughs> they did go rogue. Because they just went and said, we have to do this. Yeah, interesting. There is something there where apparently that what did they call themselves? Was it an alliance, not a rebellion? Was it? Were they calling themselves the rebellion rebels? But they had some kind of governing council where they were going to make decisions that would affect the rebel cause, and it looked like, just on the surface of it, that it was kind of a representative council. Yeah. Different factions in their representative. So at one point they make a decision that's clearly the problem, that they're not going to do anything, they're not going to take this opportunity to cripple the Death Star and all of that. And then the heroes decide to disobey that ruling, even though everyone else is kind of acquiesced to it. That's kind of interesting, though. I mean, and that's a real thing, too. And it's it's true in the scripture that when you have, when you have valid authority figures who doing the wrong thing. do the wrong thing or fail to lead their people in a healthy way, and biblically, in the real world, we would say fail to serve the people that they're leading by leading in biblical wisdom and accordance with the law of God. In this story in the Star Wars universe, they're clearly doing that which is stupid and is going to result in greater death and destruction for everyone that they represent. And so the heroes take it upon themselves to do the right thing. And by the end of the movie, everybody acknowledges that was the right thing to do. And then everybody gets on board with it at the end, and, and there's victory. And so that's a that's an interesting concept, and I just want to point out that that's not rebellious. That's biblical, and the leaders in either the state or the church or even in the home, the leaders fail to obey God, either by inactivity or just by transgressing God's boundaries. When leaders fail to serve their subjects in that way, 
uh, the subjects are fully within their right and duty and private judgment to say what you're doing here has no authority and real authority is earned by obedience to God. So interesting to see that concept take place. Glad you brought that up. That it kind of slowed my mind, but I'm not sure what's in there. Do you have anything else? Or was that about it? Uh, I think that's pretty much all the things that I saw. Okay. Oh, well, you can't forget the force. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Over the course of the Star Wars movies, you see the force being treated in a very naturalistic way. And then at other times, you see it being treated as very spiritual even yeah. religious in this movie it was way over on the religious side yeah compared to some others where the force is this kind of microscopic uh, creature or something metachlorians or whatever yeah well here it's very religious you even have people praying to the force well, just chanting. yeah they call it prayer but wow. it, was, it was definitely a pagan form of prayer but yeah saying the force is with me or I am with the force <laughs> right. the force is in me I don't know but repeating it over yeah. and over again it's very very pagan thing. then you know suddenly they can do these things they can walk out and right. the fire and well that's how pagan prayer works <laughs> you say everything enough times you bring it into manifestation so that was a, it's always an element in Star Wars yeah that sure was I was kind of interesting. I guess I did. Were kind of interesting. I was very interesting in that moment, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think you noticed how interesting uh, I was. I guess I didn't notice. Interesting things <laughs> at that time. Uh, I notice them at other times. Now I see. That's interesting. <laughs> right. I usually tell you to stop it. <laughs> Stop being so interesting. (laughs) Well, on top of being interesting, it was also fascinating that they did in this movie swing way over to the mystical side. Which is kind of funny. Is that just being them being consistent with the order of the shows as they were made? Because the George Lucas. Star Wars movies and the earlier ones, four, five, and six. Yeah. They were all on kind of the mystical side, but then the remakes, one, two, and three, they went way over to the naturalistic edge of the spectrum. And now here we are in the prequel to episode four, back way over on the mystical side. Well, I guess I didn't notice anything else in there that struck me. Well, it's because you were so interesting. I was, it's hard for me to be interested in anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Well, I guess we'll sign off and say goodbye until next week. Go out there and dominionize. Oh, take every thought captive. I forgot to remind you that... <laughs> We are happy to be part of the Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network. 
And because of all the podcasts and the audiobooks that are constantly going out, we are your one-stop shop for all your audio dominionizing needs. There you go. You were going to say goodbye. I wasn't going to leave without even saying that. We changed our format. Just <laughs> throws everything yeah. off. Flying by the seat of our pants. You don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get back with y'all next week. Tune in next time. God bless y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Worldview Media Podcast. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com to check out the other podcasts in our network and to download our free audiobooks.